sport press. Yeah. No layup line, no warm ups, no nothing. We just walking right into the stadium, get into the game. Let's do it. When the beat on, then it's on. When the right jerseys on the road. Cause how we feel where we roam is our home. Leaving these other podcasts null and void. The show can't miss something like Tom Shepard and Corduroy's. Full sport press, you know them boys. Jay run the point lock for three. And me, I crashed the boys. Weezy told you that it's paid for. We already ran the score before the cameraman could go and press record. Now you all in your feelings. The process and y'all was taking for Wiggins. We was spreading the love and y'all was trading for Wiggins. Went to war with the wolves and y'all was waiting on Wiggins, huh? <laughs> I had to do it fast. The flow split the double, grabbed at the dribble, and you stepped over the 808. I'm on time, even when you are now listening to the Full Sport Press podcast featuring hosts J Ho, Wheezy, Jeff, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay hope It's your boy, Big Jeff. We's in the building. Say, what's up? We said. What it do? What it do? He's screaming. Goddamn. He's screaming <laughs> away. What it do? Cameraman, how you doing over there, brother? Two thumbs oh, up. Fast. With a rhythm. Hey. <laughs> Jazz. Jazz. Hands. Oh, my God. Jazz. Hey, man. Oh, my God. Hey, you're a wild man for that, man. You're a wild one for that, man. Weezy, how was your week going so far, brother? It's going pretty good. It's for sure. Can't for complain sure. about it. Yeah. You ain't under the weather this week. Nah, nah, I'm good this you week. You bounced back. Yeah, it was a rough couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, too. That one had you down. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to your allergies. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> been tried to tell him, Jeff. What about you, brother? Man, no complaints, brother. None, so, none at all. Yeah, I'm alright, man. I'm good. Yeah, allergies still here. Yeah, okay, they yeah. still here. They still ain't going here. nowhere. Nah nah, 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 for sure. Cause you know why? One day is seventy. Yep. Then one day is fifty-three. Easy. Then it's thirty at night. Yeah. Then we back to fifty. Then we back to seventy. Yeah. Well, right. it's gonna be it's gonna be thirty in about two months in a row. Yeah, I'm cool with that. My allergies just be like, okay, yeah, just yeah, just, hey, just make up your mind. Just make up your mind for sure. Episode 397, guys. We're ranking the top seven documentaries of 2021. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. Better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, Weezy. Best of the week. What you got, buddy? Uh, this week, best of the week, man. LeBron James stepped up for his coach this week. They, they say he was on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. He came out and said, Frank Vogel, everything's good. You know, and came out and won the game and scored 30 points in that game. Yeah, he did. Shout out to LeBron James. Shout out to LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. What you got, Jeff? Best of the week. Oh, man. You know, we was we vaxxed up, boosted up, mm-hmm. masked up. Me and yeah. Granddad hit the road. Yeah. Took him to the casino, man. Granddad got the ball out a little bit. That's what's up, man. Yeah. You have a good time? Yeah, he had a great time. Did, yeah. you, did you do penny slots? Man, it was, they don't even have penny slots no more. They don't? You can't even, you can't, you, you got to put at least $5 in the slot machine. To uh, play. Wow. Yeah. You can't even yeah. put a dollar in. You got to put these five dollars in. So he's, needless to say, time. I was watching most of the day. Damn. Yeah. Drought season. Pandemic messed up everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, tax. It ain't no more penny slots. Oak Grove, the one in Oak Grove, yeah. you cannot put a dollar in them. Like we had to go back and re change our currency because we got we had dollars. Yeah. And we were trying to slide the machine. Like, man, these machines don't work. Like, you club you, in Oak Grove, man, man. You hit that one time <laughs> in Vegas, I'm a penny machine. You <laughs> yeah, like hey, that's gone, man. Hey, man. Yeah, that hey. That's all we do. <laughs> and then you're down line. My mama be tearing the penny machine up. So they nah. still had like you, you could wait for like time, man, 25 cents. I got the ass that. Yeah. I, I got the ass in that penny machine. It was going crazy. You should, you should see that, Jeff. He said, 
Oh, I want this much. Yeah. Hey, now nah, it was going crazy. It was, it was the lawns was going on. I said, man, we in the money. It was about forty dollars. <laughs> my best of the week is Billy Napier, my head coach, man, University of Florida Gators. Um, respect it. It's basically out now that uh, we're hiring LSU former defensive back coach Corey Raymond as associate head coach, defense cornerbacks coach. If you don't know anything about uh, Corey Raymond? <laughs> He's the uh, LSU defensive recruiter, mm-hmm. and you probably know some of the names: Jamal Adams, mm-hmm. Gritty Williams, Eli Ricks, Jamal Adams, <laughs> Tre'Davious White. Tredavious. Oh, Jamal Adams, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Derek Stingley, who'll be a top five pick this year. Yeah. Uh, Projects my ass. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It's time. It's hey, time. I feel good. Now you got to play the game. You got to play the games. Yeah. But look. Yeah, we it's got a recruiter. Got a recruiter. Got a recruiter. Hey, that hey. means something. Hey, he put he putting good coaches around them. Man, yeah, that's, that's all it takes. That's it. That's what we now, now when Eddie George did that, you you shamed him. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. When Eddie George did that, you said he why, couldn't coach. I, why? Put your finger down, though, for real. <laughs> I'm just saying. Talk to me like a man. I, that's what I'm doing. Not not pointing. Children point. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Worst of the week, Jeff. What you got, man? Um, in the Realville group chat, man. Uh, mm-hmm. was body shaming early in the NBA season. <laughs> uh, they were Jeff. Now this is bullshit. <laughs> <This is cap. laughs> let, 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 let him get his point off. Can I can I say what I'm it's saying? Because it's cap. It's not cap. Realville group chat took a week <laughs> to body shame Young Zion Williamson. Um, Photoshop pictures were were spread. Said my boy was 400, close to 400. He 330, Jim. Yeah, that ain't 400. But he said, said my dog was out here, Husky. <laughs> Shout out to Husky Nation. I'm a car carrying member of Husky Nation, cameraman. And um, apparently there's a new member in Husky Nation. Uh, goes by the name of Luca Donkich. Uh, his program weight is 220 pounds. Luca came to camp roughly between 260 and 270. But no one, not me, no one in the real view group chat had anything to say about it. Do you know how many people play in the shape starting the season? Now, oh, oh but here's the thing, though. The season has started, and he's still 260. He's no, 250, he's not, 260. man. You look at Luka, he's not no, 260. Reggie Miller said he's plotting up the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he looks out of shape. All right, so we're going to do that. Right, here we go. How in the hell <laughs> is Zion Williamson 330 pounds today? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want I just want equal yeah, body shape. That's all I want. That's all you want. That's all I want equal body shape. I'm with you. Weezy, what you got? Worst of the week. Worst of the week, man. Jerry Jones, man, running his mouth about these boys, these wide receivers not running good routes. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Jerry, just come on, man. Yeah. Just, just, no, I'm telling you, these wide receivers, they divas, they gonna, they gonna quit on you. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, man, just shut up. Yeah, he got shut up, though. But you know, when you get a little older, yeah, you just say what you, you say what the, yeah, yeah, come to the top of your yeah. brain. He's most a cowboy, definitely. yeah, he's a cowboy in real life to himself. I ain't no question. Yeah, you know I mean? Most okay, definitely. Yeah. yeah. My worst of the week is Kyrie Irving <laughs> said he might be swayed into taking a plant based COVID vaccine that's in the works, the impossible vaccine. I call it the Beyond vaccine. Beyond vaccine. <laughs> you know, for sure. Um, Kyrie. Your client, yeah. Dude. You know what I'm saying? come on, bro. Yeah. Just um, so you're gonna take something. Now, I know they're not testing that on hella people. Yeah. The COVID vaccine with the Beyond vaccine. No, no, they just come on, man. They just putting that out there for Kyrie. <laughs> and uh, I was about to. You about to go there? Hey, you about to do it? I saw it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm proud of you. That's no, growth yeah. right there. A few moments later, Kyrie, yeah, exactly. Animal Brown. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Still, that's, he's that's, wet there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, animal brown for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Make sure you check us out on iTunes, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. Jeff. Yes, sir. You have 10 good rests in seconds. Oh, yeah. Let's start the clock. The WWE officially announced the next in line program, NIL. So what that means is, guys, they're going to be doing – they know NCAA athletes be able to get paid off their name, in, image, and likeness, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. They have a program now called, like I said, Next in Line. What that's going to do is help guys in college with building their brands, media training, communications, live event promotions, and creative writing, and community relations. Basically, they're grooming athletes who may not be professional level tier athletes but are playing in college to get them in the developmental program and you'll win a contract with WWE. So – Shout out to them, man. Shout out to them, man. Yeah. Most definitely. How you can get talent? You got to get the talent. Hey, yeah. find the talent. Got to. Because the talent. Is out there. Is out there. Yes, sir. Damn right. <laughs> and make sure you tune in each and every Thursday to the 808s and Chess Shots podcast. Myself, shout out to my co-host, Neek. Like we always say, you might not like it, but your auntie love wrestling. Show now to us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. And tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started, the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is none other than the No Limit Soldier, Master P, and his homeboy, Animal Brown. And his homeboy, Realville constituent. Oh boy. Animal, Animal Brown. Brown. Okay. Most definitely. Um, Hersey Miller, rap mogul masterpiece son, mm-hmm. has ended his basketball career at Tennessee State University, Land of the Golden Sunshine. Yeah. Shout out to the guys. Yes, sir. Entered the NCAA transfer portal. Hersey played in six games and averaged ten minutes per game. Hersey is a six foot three guard. He announced that he suffered a season ending lower body injury. He tried to play through despite the pain, despite him dunking, running really fast throughout the rest of those games, and he was vowing to be back next year for the show. Immediately after that, Master P got on TMZ and reported that historically black colleges and universities need increased funding to provide the same level of medical services as the major collegiate basketball programs. He added also that the injury could have been avoided during his son's time at said Tennessee State University, there were better resources at HBCUs. Mm. Now let's rewind. Mm. The Master P released mm. a statement in July of 2021. Uh-oh. He said, this is so big for the culture. And I quote, with my son going to an HBCU and going to Tennessee State University, this is going to change the narrative. This is about economic empowerment and teaching the Power Five athletes that HBCUs are in the spotlight for the right reasons. <laughs> I think this is a movement. I think so many kids behind him will be able to come and do the exact same thing that Hersey is doing. End quote. Everything you just said in that quote in July, you completely ruined it with that interview at TMZ. Sure did. 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna take your kid out out to school just because you know you're not getting uh, you know if he's hurt or not getting playing time, or whatever, whatever, just take him out of school and, and go and go your separate ways. But you don't drag the school down, which true. you don't do that, especially when it's not true. Like they have Titans doctors, guys. But Tennessee State is a state university; they're not letting their kids play without proper 
acknowledgement of injuries and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, he, I lost all respect for Master P, 100%. He didn't come to TSU to uplift anybody. He saw an opportunity to run a narrative, like he said, mm-hmm. and when it didn't work, he left like a coward, in my eyes. So he didn't even drop off raps next. Speaking of that shit. It, oh. Or noodles. He didn't even bring us noodles. This is, yeah, talking about resources. You know what I'm saying? Better resources. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> you want us to eat this shit. Yeah, he didn't even he, bring that. Yeah. He didn't bring that to the school. I, I, I You know why? Because it's trash. It's so, trash. This, this ain't ramen. This shit. That shit trash. That shit trash. That shit trash, man. Yeah, that shit you know trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that. That shit trash. That shit ain't ramen. You got rap snacks too? He got my boy E-40 on this. I hate to do this to E-40, yeah, but yeah. this shit. That shit trash. That shit trash, man. Shouldn't have done no shit like that. Yeah. So, Spike Lou said something on deck, and God rest her soul, my grandmother just say this all the time. If you got problems in-house, you keep them problems in-house. In-house. True. Like, that's the you know, and I and I understand you know, of course, with ties to the show and things like that, we don't have to speak on that. You no, know? so of course, you and I, Jay, attend to Tennessee State, all this, all those things. So we got we we feel a certain kind of way about Tennessee State. We invested for sure, but that TMZ interview was bothersome on so many levels because Master P can say stuff and control a narrative that just isn't true. Yep, that's the thing. So he can get out and and say these type of things, and now. <laughs> The, the narrative that he created in July about wanting other college kids to come to HBCUs. Now you're saying the medical staff isn't up to par come on. and this, that, and the third. Now this narrative that you want to create about going to HBCUs. Come on, man. Now you tainted it. You tainted it. 100%. Then, you know, it's a guy on the network <laughs> oh, that has man. a podcast. And you get on your said podcast. Animal Brown, black man, yeah, a black man. Yeah, he's a black man. He spent some time up at TSU. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay, yeah. Broke bread with TSU. Yeah, Spence, he got yeah, yeah, nah, he got for sure. Yeah, yeah, broke bread with the team. And I just want to know how many things Masterpiece done for him in his life. <laughs> Not for real. I just want to know <laughs> if it was know. anything. The thing that the, 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 nah, the, the thing I, that got me with AB is okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go the ahead. The thing that got me with AB is Spike Lou. I mean, Spike Lou asked a question or whatever. AB said. The only people that's upset about it is the ones that's like from Nashville and people that's close to her. And you from B not? Man. Yeah, I know I know Lena Good to you. I know it's on the same three seven two or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know Lena Good to you, but you from B not. Man, just act like you from Nashville. Come on. At the end of the day. If we from Nashville, we from Nashville. You from B not. You know what I'm saying? By the street, by the stove. And I understand being an apologist. I'm an apologist for a lot of people, Jay Z, Nas, the Kobe Bryant, whatever the case may be, but if they did something foul to somebody that I can make a phone call to, come on, man. I'm riding with the person I have a real relationship with, not a make-believe relationship. Uh, and no, no, and that's coming from me, a person close to the situation. <laughs> no, that's the thing. So that's the thing. That statement that of well, – AB made the statement of the only people that are upset or – I think the word was emotional he used about it. Emotional. Yeah. Oh, he said emotional. I'm not sure. Oh, emo- emotional. Now we're emotional on I'm, okay. I'm not saying – I'm just trying to figure out what he said, but either way – I understand what he's saying, but the reason why that's true is because you you're there and you get to see what really how it unfolded. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. You saw shout out to shout out to shout out to DP, I know he's listening. Yeah. He said it was a shirt from day one. No, nah, for sure. He said it day one. He, he said it day one. And, he, and 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 the thing about, you know, the the knock on Master P, we joke all the time, you know, before this got serious, like he always he has great intentions, or no, it seems like he does have great intentions from the start, but he doesn't follow through on a lot of things. Yeah. You know. 
So then coming and making this big hoopla, showing up to the land of the golden sunshine with misspelled hoodies. Don't forget, never forget that. Never, never forget that. he had misspelled hoodies. Never forget had that. a basketball camp with misspelled t-shirts. Never forget that. Never forget yeah. that. Fake ass ramen noodles. Okay, yeah. just never forget that. Nah, the, 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 the cap was out the bag day one. Everybody had a people that they ride with or whatever. Yeah, of course. But ride who really ride with you, you know, that's all that matters. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That got me hot. You gonna drop them off? You damn right. You damn right. You ain't gotta worry about this yeah. one. I got this one, player. You got both of them. I got both of them. You damn right. <laughs> no, no. We're gonna drive. We're gonna drive. We're gonna drive. We're gonna drive. And, and shout out to Hersey Miller. Shout out to that's he, the that's the person yeah. that suffers in this shout shit. Out to Hersey Miller. It's a great kid, yeah. bro. A great kid, yeah. man. And hey, real quick, and then we out of here. Ken Griffey Jr. has a son that plays football at Florida A&M University. Ken Griffey Jr. is a Hall of Famer. Yes. First ballot. Yes. No question. Unanimous. Right? Yeah. Yeah. His son is redshirting at Florida A&M University. Have you heard anything about that? What's wrong with... Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know why? Because he's a real father. Be a real father to your kids. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with... and I know we live in. I know we live in. A, and we, we, I know we going along in this too. But I know we live in a world where the transfer transfer portal is real. Where, well, not even that. The high school uh, transfers is real. When I mean, if you're not getting playing time, you go to a different school. I get that. I totally understand. If Hersey didn't feel like he was going to get a lot of clock this year, and he was really hurt, and he wanted to leave, I get that. That TMZ article though. That's what did. That's the only thing I That's have a problem with. That's what did. Because you, 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 Master P has a wide enough net where he can control the narrative, and you're making it seem like Tennessee State was beneath you and was not up to your standards and could not take care of your son. When Hell, if it's that bad, go to, go to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt right on the street. Yeah. took care of him. Yeah, what? He, I, never mind. I was about to work. Right on the street. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you'd have really been on the bench at Vanderbilt. No, I'm talking about just the hospital. <laughs> if he was hurt that bad, go to yeah. Vanderbilt Hospital. Nah, Sports medicine is clinic right on the street. Nah, they they sure. got me right to high school. Yeah. I was straight. Yeah, nah, they got everybody. And then, again, TSU has some of the best doctors that, that do surgeries for their athletes. Yeah. It's, man, nah. As far as prevention, that's bullshit for sure. Shout out to AB for sure. Realville family. Yeah, absolutely. AB. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> you guys ready to get started the first half? Let's do it. Let's get it. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like you do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. What it do? What it do? Weezy, where can they find you on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at Howie's on Twitter. Most definitely. Holla at you. Jeff. I'm Jay Easley, 84 across all social media platforms. Most definitely. I'm Jay Hub on Instagram and Twitter. Let's talk about it on Twitter for sure. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff, you sure know how to. Hey, hey. Jeff is a politician. What are you talking about? He going to keep. He going to keep. Look, he going to keep all votes neutral. That's just not true. Not for sure. You got to pick a. You got to choose. Like we said, you got to choose a side. Nah, yeah, yeah, nah. It's. It's a it's a side to be chose, uh-huh. and then it's like I mean yeah, or it's gray area. You're the gray. That might be <laughs> I might have to drop franchise and call him Earl. Oh gray. my god, you're Earl Gray. Um, <laughs> FSP Fantasy Football. Listen, man, <laughs> we can go over the matchups all we want. Here's the thing. Talk about it. Week 14, it's all on the line. It's three team race for the final playoff spot. Shout out to DP. I know he's listening. He currently holds the sixth spot. If he wins, he's in. If he wins, he's in. But here's the thing. Mm. Shout out to myself. Shout out to Coach Wayman. Both of us pulled our wins out of our asses last week Mm -hmm. and remained in playoff contention. Coach Wayman, if he wins, and myself, if I lose and DP loses, Coach Wayman is in. Here we go. If I win, 
I just need DP to lose. Yeah. And I'm in the playoff. And that is. What about me? Weezy. Thank you for. It was been a great season, man. Great bro. season for you. You put I'm a value and forget a lot of injuries. I'm mathematically sure. eliminated. I'm mathematically yeah. eliminated. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. It's, three, it's three people. I mean, of course, shout out to, shout out to M Extra, shout out to Shane, shout out to D Harris, um, shout out to uh, uh, Reagan. Yeah, those guys are already there. That last spot, though, mm-hmm. that's where it gets tricky. Yeah, for sure. That's where it gets tricky. Shout out to the guys, yeah. for sure. One more week. Let's kick off some things with some NCAA football. Just two decades ago, the University of Miami didn't have just the best football program in the country. They had one of the best of all time. After that, Miami has just one 10-win season and zero AP top 10 finishes since 2003. It's been through five coaches during that stretch as well. As such, in a typical clumsy Miami way, the school fired Manny Diaz after going seven and five this season and hired Mario Cristobal from Oregon to be the newest head coach at the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. Wheezy, great this hire. This hire for the University of Miami is probably a A. But the way they did, the way they the, the way they hired this guy yeah, is a is a D. Yeah, no, for sure. F. <laughs> you told you told the former coach we we'll just just keep recruiting. We'll see what. Knowing you was gonna find him the whole time, mm-hmm. waiting on this guy to answer you. Mm-hmm. After, after this guy later, after this guy's team laid an egg yeah. in a championship game. A hundred percent. No pride. No, leaving. just just laid an egg there. Yeah. But you know, I guess I mean you know he won the guy's favorites. He got a new job. He got he got some new money after he lost the championship game. Money. So you know. Yeah. What you got, Jeff? I agree, Weezy. Um, I think you know, Cristobal, former Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Won a championship as a hurricane. Mm-hmm. So as a perspective and from a like a how it looked on camera, it had people crying in the press conference allegedly. Mm-hmm. He won the press conference. So oh, yeah. that's an A. The way they went about it, and that was foul. Um, if you think about it, Miami hasn't really been relevant since they left the Big East. They only no. had one what winning season since they left the Big East and mm-hmm. came to the ACC. Shout out to the ACC for not being a great conference. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the Hurricanes, and I don't want to see them prosper anyway. I mean, yeah. it's the Hurricanes. So, <laughs> so if, if my my outlook on it is great press conference, great rally of the troops, they got a long way to go. Yeah, they got a long way to go. I agree, man. Um, I give the hire an A plus because you're gonna get a chance to get some of those guys that was missing. Yeah. You know, the Amari Coopers, the Jerry Judys, the Patrick Sertains, the Teddy Bridgewaters, the Lamar Jacksons. Yeah. You have a chance to get some of those guys. Even and get Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa, dude. Right they could, dude, they, they're from Florida. Yeah. You know, so money is pouring into their program. It's probably cocaine related, but <laughs> it's crazy. It's for, they've never paid a coach like this. No. $80 million? Yeah. That's nuts, man. New yeah. facilities. Man, he's left, though. The stability of Eugene, like he's he's a he's a made man. Yeah, he will. He get go nine and three, whatever the hell, every year, and he have all of the amenities at the University of Oregon. They lost Willie Taggart the exact same way. Yeah. Um, Oregon has to find a guy that wants to stay there and build in Eugene. That's the only way they'll win championships there, yeah. like Chip Kelly did. So. This is dream job though. So yeah. if anybody's gonna turn it around, it's it's Crystal Ball, um, but. It was just, it was unethical the way they did that, man. Shout out to yeah. Manny Diaz. Hopefully, you know, I'm pretty sure he find a gig real soon. And I heard, I heard Chip Kelly's on his way back to Oregon. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Eugene was never a long term play for Crystal Ball. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. That. I don't. I think he was always looking, you know, at but the it, next stop. Okay. You know, so yeah. in turn, it's gonna work. And if Chip Kelly can find his way back to Eugene, yeah. Hey, dog. That's the. That's why he was most successful in college. Yeah. yeah so it no, makes sense for sure. Most definitely. Speaking of successful, <laughs> Javante Tank Davis. 25 and 0 put his record on the line against Isaac Cruz 22 and 1. This was expected to be an easy three to five round walkthrough for Tank. Tank got took in the deep waters though. <laughs> Cruz was game, they're ready for it. Um, in the sixth round, Tank suffered an injury to his left hand. You can see it as, as the fight unfolded, he was not throwing his hands too well. But he he won, he got a win. He got a win. Got, got a tough win, hard fought win. He needed those. Mm-hmm. So, guys, who do you think Tank fights next? You break a hand or injure a hand at a high level like that, you need to stay out as long as you can. That's true. And they want Tank to fight super fast. And I just don't think he definitely ain't trying to fight Lomachenko. He's cash cow, though. They want him back. 2020, there was a super fight set up between – it was supposed to be set up between Tank and Ryan Garcia. Ryan Mm -hmm. Garcia is an Instagram guy, same division, uh, great following, also an undefeated lightweight, uh, lightweight fighter. Supposed to set it up. Apparently, Garcia backed down. Thought he had a bigger fight, bigger money fight, mm-hmm. set up for Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, of course, did not take that fight. Was going to fight Earl Spence. Da, da, da. We tried that on fold. Manny Pacquiao's now retired. Ryan Garcia, you know, I'm not going to joke on mental health. Went into his mental health bag, said he wasn't ready to fight. Mm-hmm. But has now resurfaced. The undefeated fighter. That's the, that's the fight that will shut everybody up because that's the biggest name in the division because of his social media following. And, you know, he's, you know, he's a handsome fella. You know, the, the, the yeah. people like him. They like Bo- to see what about Cambosos, though? Yeah, so that'd be a tough fight. Yeah. I don't know if that. I don't know if that fight gets made because of the fighting. The like it's a uh, top rank and mm-hmm. uh, uh, PBS. Yeah. So that'll be a tough fight to make. That is a great fight too. But I do believe the fight that the world wants is mm-hmm. taking Garcia. Yeah. If Garcia will take the fight, that's the problem. Tank only got a million for this fight. Only I'm saying, which is nuts, you know, yeah. but. In in total, probably end up right around 2.5, 2.3. I don't know about that Garcia fight, man. I don't think that's a good fight for. I don't think it's the. You're. I know what you're saying. This that's the money fight. Mm-hmm. And he don't want to. He don't want to fight anybody. Cambosos. He don't want to fight him. Uh, okay. So in turn, yeah. I think Garcia probably would be the best fight for Tank because he can actually win that one. <coughs> absolutely, absolutely. He wins mm-hmm. that one. Um, Garcia hasn't taken a punch like that. Yeah. He he's very fast. He's a quick fighter. He, he has a l- power himself, mm-hmm. but he don't have a chin though. Yeah. He's been down before. He's been knocked down before, and and he's been out. Of, he's been out of the ring for now at least I think want to say a year now. So, yeah. but he's a he's a big talker on social media. Has a big following on social media. Kind of like the Paul brothers. Okay. More skilled than them, by yeah, the way. Yeah, for sure. Just has a following like them. So that's what we. Th- that's why I think this fight is going to go. Are you worried about Tank though after this fight? If he would if he, he didn't look prepared for this fight. Here's I, well, here's the thing. That's not who he was supposed to fight. People yeah, forget exactly. that. Too. Yeah, it was he late, late he, scratch. He late scratch and he mm-hmm. took that fight. He, he didn't back off the fight because the pay per view date was set. They fall on a Sunday, which was weird as weird as he, hell. Yeah, that's boxing on Sundays is weird. That's stupid. Um, so that's the first thing. I think that's gonna be a Mayweather thing because mm. his last fight, his exhibition fight against the Paul Brothers on a Sunday as well. I think he's gonna move his promoted fights to Sunday. Gotcha. So to kind of be unique. He's gonna tanks tanks purse is gonna go up now because his pay per view numbers are gonna do well. So he's gonna have to keep that up, and the fight will be with Garcia. And to answer your original question, am I worried about it? If it was, if the hand injury didn't happen, yeah. I would have been worried about it. Yeah. But the fact that he he stopped throwing his left hand after round seven and eight, I wasn't worried because that you knew he was hurt and dude couldn't finish him. He couldn't him. get it. He still couldn't hit him. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Before we get started with halftime, let's talk some NBA. The Trey rumor mill is creaking back to life. 
teams are fighting to figure out their bad signings in the offseason and potential suitors for contenders for the NBA championship. Apparently, the Pacers are ready to press the reset button and blow the whole damn team up. <laughs> They're expected to open up trade conversations around some of their veterans, including Miles Turner, Demonis Sabonis, and Karis LeVert. The Pacers are 10-16, and 16, six games below 500 have never been good enough to actually contend in the Eastern Conference and need retooling. Yeah. Is it too early, just right, or too late, Weezy, for the Pacers to press the reset button? I don't think it's too late at all. I think it's uh I think it's just right. Okay. If the upper management don't think it's don't think it's a good idea. I mean don't think it's gonna work. Go ahead and blow it up. Now I know it's a bonus in them, now them they're they're in their prime and they don't wanna start all over, but it could be a, a could be a, a blessing in the making for them. No, I agree 100%. Um, it's not too late. It's right on time for me. Mm. You blow it. Because they've reached that ceiling. They're not They're not going to get any better than a fifth or sixth seed as to how they're constructed. The The East is too strong. You're not beating Brooklyn. You're not beating the Bucks. You're not going to beat Philly if Ben Simmons decides he wants to play basketball. You're not going to beat the the Hawks. You're not going to beat. Why didn't you say Chicago yet, fam? I'm getting there. You're, not going to, you're definitely not going to beat Miami in your Why fight. Why you say Chicago yet? getting there. And surprisingly, because Chicago wasn't there <laughs> last year, now you're not going to beat Chicago. Yeah. So now you're in the seventh spot and you got to fight with the Knicks and the and the upstart Cavs. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and don't forget about, and I know you're going to laugh, and don't forget about the Hornets who are in the Hornets. fourth seed right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. Hornets that team good. needs to get blown up Yeah, because no, you're not going to win like that. I think it's a little too late, though. I mean, every one of their stars had higher value right around this time last year. So I think you pulled a trigger on Miles Turner two years ago. Sabonis last year when he was actually an all-star. Sabonis counts for $19.5 million. Turner counts for $18. Karis LeVert right at $17.5. They're all in the contract until 2024. Mm. You get rid of them a year early, not right on time. You trade people a year early. You know that. You can, but yeah. I think you got to give them – you may have to give them a mulligan only because of – COVID, the pandemic, the bubble. And Karis had a bad – Karis had the he, injury he, coming he, in, off yeah, the injury. So, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you factor those things in. Yeah. Vic, Victor Oladipo thing that kind of went left when you yeah. traded him. That was a long time ago. But that started it. started it. No, no, That's no. what started it. No, Paul George started it. Well, if you're going to go back that far, yeah. But I'm saying – It was v, the year after that. But they got V.O. and Sabonis the same year. Yeah, no, for sure. You for, know what I'm for the Paul George trade. That's, that's what yeah. I mean. So, that team was solid. Then you, the V.O. injury happens. Mm -hmm. The pandemic hits. The bubble happens. You have just your man T.J. Warren. Yeah, T.J. Warren. Had who ain't played in two years. He ain't played since the bubble. See what I'm saying? He ain't played since the bubble. <laughs> so, talking about he want to stay there. Who are you? <laughs> I got a trade. Here. Philadelphia receives De'Aaron Fox, 2020, first-round pick. Sacramento receives Sabonis and Karis LeVert. Indiana receives Ben Simmons. Sixers get a young guy, starting point guard. Kings rebuild with some young pieces. With Sabonis and Karis LeVert. And Karis. Yeah, but what does that do for the Pacers? Pacers, they're getting all the draft picks. They get That's the draft picks of Ben Simmons? They get the ben draft Simmons picks of Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, that's not enough of Ben Clutch, Simmons. Clutch trying to get him out of there. Clutch is trying to get him out of there, but they not they want they don't want him to go to the Pacers though. Just saying. That's a tough sell. I like it for I like it for Philly. I like it for Darren Fox. He gets to yeah. play meaningful basketball and maybe live up to what that crap you said. Twenty seven and a half points, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it's not perfect, but it's yeah. listen. But it's worth Darren it. Fox. Come on now. It's <laughs> not perfect, but it's worth it. Dude, Darren Fox will be traded this he, I would say in December. To January, for sure, right by the trade deadline. He's I out I of I think there. he goes to the Clippers. No way. They don't have enough pieces to trade for him. Who they, they going to get? They got the contract. 
Got the contracts. Together. De'Aaron Fox goes to the Clippers Luke, this year. Luke Kennard contract Woo. is horrible. No, 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 man. Only place De'Aaron Fox will go, it, that'll be the trade for Dame Lillard. Yeah, no, that's the per- in perfect word. Yeah, yes, the, that's Dame the trade, trade for Dame Lillard. But you get rid of Luke Kennard and and, and, Sabah, and Ibaka's contract for either John Wall or maybe De'Aaron Fox. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just we, we ain't said nothing about Sabonis. So I, yeah. yeah, he goes anyway. He's a game. He's a if you if you're a contender. If Bogdanovich you, ain't playing good for y'all. This if year. you if you if you on the cusp and you can make a move to get him, he he takes you over the top. Y'all don't need him and um, Clint Capella, dog. So Why deep. not? They take this two different ball games. I don't think they can work it out. Sabonis is too slow. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's get it. We're at the midway point. Please enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. Weezy is back with his week 14 NFL power rankings. You up, guys? Let's get it. All right, this week got a little switch up, but bear with me, Jeff. What Uh-oh. music you want to play behind this, Weezy? Huh? What music you want to play behind this? Usually big timers, but you, you want to switch it up? Nah, it's yeah. the big timers. Keep it with the big time. Yeah. All right, let's get it. All right, here we go. This week's Weezy's top five. Here we go. Number five. Can't see the Chiefs made it, so they can quit DMing me. Can't see the Chiefs in the eight and four. Mm. I had to take somebody out, but I, t- I, t- I took I took Baltimore out. Baltimore, Baltimore dropped out. But Baltimore lost a game, so. and they're losing their players. It's just they can get back in still a long season. Still Number long four, okay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady still winning nine and three. Yeah, uh, they if they win this week, they clinch the uh, NFC South. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three. I seen him. I seen him run forty six times and ran the ball forty six times the other night. Yeah. <laughs> New England Patriots at nine and four, man. Yeah. I you know they playing good ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Number two, so I couldn't, I couldn't move them. Green Bay Packers, Packers, Green Bay Packers at nine and three. Okay. And the number one team, the quarterback came back and he ran for two touchdowns and threw two touchdowns. Who was that, Jeff? <laughs> at ten, ten and two. It's Kyler Murray. And Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. We've been talking about that Kyler Murray jersey. Guy, I ain't seen it yet. He won. He ain't won. He ain't won that jersey. Kyler Murray stitched black. Yeah, Come you know on, that is, he ain't wear that jersey. He you know cap. why? Why? Jefferson Street. Oh my God! <laughs> you wear I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going on Jefferson Street. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jefferson Street, where them Titans at? Oh wow! Oh, yeah, Titans. Yeah. Titans the top Did five. they get any votes to be in the top five power rank? If there was a top seven, Titans would be in it. What about the 49 If it was a top ten, the 49ers would be in it. Okay. I really? Ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at yeah. that. Yeah, we're in the top 10. We're yeah. number 10, but we top 10. I, I, if y'all would have lost this week, y'all was going to make the playoffs. Sure would have. you damn right, we. you damn right. But, you know, y'all lost. So. Yeah, no, for sure. So would. Yeah. There we go. I ain't mad at this week. This is one of your better weeks, dog. <laughs> it's one yeah. of your better weeks. It's always a good week, man. Nah, the Patriots, a little Don't too high. Real. 49ers top 10 is rough. Don't do that. That's dude. rough. Now, Jeff, you know what it is, though. It's lead dog. It is lead dog. It's, lead dog. it's definitely lead dog. You know why? Till to, to we out here. Till we about this thing. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. <laughs> you guys ready to get started the second half? Let's do it. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Second half. The top seven documentaries, sports documentaries of 2021. I am Jay ho It's your boy, Big Jeff. It's your boy, Weezy. Weezy, the ironic thing about sports documentaries is that actual outcomes of games often take a backseat to stories of the players involved. Any great documentary story cannot just be about the one individual or the one moment in time. It has to reflect the history of the story. A good documentary has to make you laugh and make you cry and make you think. 
There were so many great options to choose from. Figuring out the ones from this year's list of documentaries, very difficult to do. In this golden age of sports features, FSP is running out the top seven best sports documentaries of 2021. Yes, sir. Let's start off with the honorable mentions. First one, we have his last chance to you. It's a basketball documentary on Netflix. After five seasons of being in Mississippi, Kansas, California, last chance you switched to basketball, mm-hmm. following East Los Angeles College through their 2019-2020 season. Any thoughts about this uh, great franchise that yeah, Netflix has? I think you and I both, when we see the trailer for Last Chance U, mm-hmm. whether, it's bas- whether it's basketball, whether it's football, yeah. get a little excited. Yeah. We locked cool. in on Last Chance U. Oh, man. And this didn't let down. First yeah. year of basketball did not let down. Big Ben. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The great thing about it, well, I'm not saying great thing about it. We got to experience it in real time of what was happening in the world. Mm-hmm. So we saw COVID approaching. During that season, and you yep. saw how it affected kids that was so much on the line, yep. and with as far as looks and, and being able to, you know, just that la- like last chance to right. be able to show themselves and get it, you know, and go to college and play yeah. at a D1 school, man, it was great, great, yeah. great, 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 great. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the last chance you basketball. Sheesh. Uh, I wasn't a big fan. No, I. Sheesh. It, it may be because I'm a football fan. I mean, it. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> The show wasn't. The show is not bad. Uh, but I just missed last chance. You football. I got you. Yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, having Coach Lock, Coach Collins, Penny shot the penny, coaching <laughs> JUCO basketball. Yeah, I heard some great stories. Oh yeah. And so I was a, a fan of JUCO basketball, and seeing this team reminded me of some of the Columbia State teams that Penny and Coach Lock coached wow. on. Man, so seeing uh, that in real time, like Jeff mentioned. With um, Coach Mosley, all the way to um, Deshaun Holler, mm-hmm. seeing Joe Hampton, all of those guys, and following them the next year as they transferred and went to other schools, mm-hmm. uh, Division One programs. It was cool to watch, man. I'm a big fan of Lance Chance. You yeah. big, big book. Listen, we gonna <laughs> listen. <laughs> next year they're coming right back with yeah. another year at East Los Angeles, man. The thing is, there's a knock on JUCO basketball. On the West Coast. I'll talk to you about that when the camera's off, man. <laughs> Said hoop, ain't, hoop is different. I can see that. Yeah, in I L.A. See, I can see that. Yeah, no, most definitely. And the last honorable mention, it's one of my favorites of the year, man. The Inside Story, the story of TNT. Um, this yes, is sir. the Inside Story. It shows how Inside the NBA began. The yeah. best TV show ever. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say ever. Pardon the Interruption is the best ever. To me. To me. Pardon the Interruption. Pardon the Interruption. Dude. Their, their documentary is going to be great just oh like this. Oh, my God. It's the best. They changed the game. Pardon pardon interruption changed the game. For sure. Yeah. 100%. But inside the NBA allowed sports figures that we watched as, you know, all NBA players. Yeah. Some of the greatest players we've ever seen um, get a chance to kind of live and be free and kind of be who they are. Yeah. Charles Barkley set the standard of being an ex-NBA player for sure. Yeah, it's it's a great – it's just a fun watch. Every night, no matter who's playing, even if the game's a blowout, you still – if it's a late late West Coast game, you still try your best Mm -hmm. to watch inside the NBA when it goes off. Just just to see what Chuck going to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's on him. And if you guys want to watch that, it's on HBO Max. Ernie Johnson keeps the ship rolling. He does. And uh, he's been through a lot, you know, since he's been at Inside the NBA. So to see um, how fortunate all of them are for each other. Yes, sir. Kind of, especially if you do a podcast every week. It makes you, yeah, you respect it to see how they go about doing stuff. So that's dope, man. Inside story. Story of TNT's Inside the NBA. Let's move on to the list. 
Going with number seven, we have Kevin Garnett's Anything is Possible on Showtime, Jeff. Let's talk about him. I tell you what, Showtime is cooking when it comes to sports documentaries. Now, this one was postponed a little bit. It was supposed to come out, I believe, originally saw a promo for this 2020, Mm -hmm. maybe late 2019, 2020. Mm -hmm. So they held on to it for a little bit. Kevin Garnett's story, I mean – one of the best basketball players of our of our time. We sure. know this, and just to see how, just to hear it, you know, documentaries. You know, you're hearing people's perspective on certain things. So seeing him breaking down different parts of his life, different parts of his career, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to watch this and really enjoy it as much as I did. This is one. This was a sleeper one to me. I was I wanted to see it, yeah. but I didn't think. I thought it was going to be one of those things. Was like, ah, okay, it's cool. I remember this. I remember that. I remember that. But just hearing him talk about it was like. And yeah, this was dope. This yeah, was not dope. for sure. Yeah. Have you seen that one yet? I have. Yeah, okay. That's he's bad. passionate about everything he do. I thought he was just like getting on the court. No. No, he's passionate about that, what kind of food he <laughs> eat and everything. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a good one, man. Yeah. I wish he delved into a little bit more of his personal life, kind of trials and tribulations on that side, being a professional athlete and how him being so locked in, mm-hmm. like Weezy mentioned, mm-hmm. being the best power forward in the NBA can kind of mess up things in your personal life. And he didn't really talk about that. That's the drawback. From I that. think he didn't. I think he didn't talk about this stuff on, on purpose. On purpose. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I think it's some. I know I'm not gonna speak on that. But yeah, I think it's some sure. stuff he can't oh, talk about. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. it is. Yeah. No, it has to be. But yeah. the Ronnie Fields things that he talked about, yeah. I didn't know that the reason that Ronnie Fields didn't make it to the NBA was because of a car wreck. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was something different. And to see, you know, one of the greater athletes of our coming generation up. coming up. Yeah. Um, to not make it just because of, you know, something like that, man. It was cool to see. And for him to even make that a major part of the documentary, man, spoiler alert, is really, really great, good documentary, documentary for sure. And that's on Showtime as well. Um, let's move right along to number six. It's Russell Westbrook's Passion Play. <laughs> Going right back to you, Jeff. So this one was dope to me for a lot of reasons. So. I've been a Russ fan since UCLA. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching him play because he reminded me of AI. From okay. From day one. That's how it was. He reminded me of AI. So that's my type of guard. That's why I like to play. That's how I like to see basketball play. So that's this this spoke to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing when he, when he lost his homeboy that he played high school with, and, and he was the one. And yeah. Russ stepped in, and when he passed away, Russ stepped in after that and, and kind of walked in his shoes and, mm-hmm. and became who he is today. And you got to see Russ talk about, He's dealing with the media and how he does take that stuff personal. Hundred percent. He plays like he takes it personal. Hundred percent. And he he reads it, he hears it, and you know. It, it, so you got to hear his perspective, got to see his point of view. He he touched on a lot of different subjects. So I I really appreciate that as a fan. Yeah, no, for sure. We all we get to see is the passion with court, rocking the baby. You know, yeah. you too little and talking crazy on the court. With he played with a lot of passion. This we got to see. You know, calm down. The fashion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the really like really who he was. That I, I, I mean, we saw a, a different, a whole different personality of him, mm-hmm. and it really made me respect him more. Oh, man. because he can turn, he turned it off. You know, that's kind of like kind of like what Kobe and them did. Like you know, yeah. on the court they're monsters, but they can turn it off when they get to the house. Mm-hmm. He turned it completely off. Yeah. Kevin Garnett can't turn it off. <laughs> that's probably why he didn't talk about his wife on there. That's what I was talking. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> If anybody listens to this podcast, we appreciate everybody listening. You guys know that I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. Never have. I have this weird thing that goes on. It's really weird, and I noticed it from Carl Malone. I hated Carl Malone. <laughs> I, like the the despise that I had for Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it went away as he became an older man and came back yeah. um, as you know more things were revealed yeah, about this dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the next person was Reggie Miller. And I hated Reggie Miller. Then I grew in, you know, to appreciate what he does. Okay, John Stockton as well, of course. And then it was Dwayne Wade. <laughs> I hated Dwayne Wade. And then LeBron James as well. I began to appreciate him as a basketball player. Yeah. This documentary made me appreciate Russell Westbrook to a point where I understand why he does what he does because the way his father raised him, having a great father in your life will kind of make you a real man about certain things. Um, And also seeing, you know, that we have a lot more in common than I didn't know. And, yeah, man, it was a really, really good sell on that one. And Russell Westbrook, I haven't said anything bad about Russell Westbrook since I've watched this documentary, true. not one thing. That's true. Now the beef is over. I'm proud of you. you yeah, know what it, I'm this will turn you into a fan. A hundred percent. And that's what a good documentary is supposed to do. For sure. A hundred percent. Let's move right along to number five. It's Bad Sport Hoop Schemes on Netflix. This is a series of, sh- of six short documentaries about sports scandals streamed on Netflix. This one was about a guy named Stephen Headache Smith and the Arizona State basketball program. Weezy, did you watch this? One? I haven't seen this one. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. See, that's the good thing about a lot of this. I was making sure that a lot of people, yeah, because I've seen all of these yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah. But some people that haven't seen this is a really, really good documentary. Yes, you have uh, a chance to kind of see, especially being a gambler yeah. in your former life. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> watching this game, you really got to watch this. Like yeah. dead ass, you got to watch this. You appreciate, and you it'll really make you mad about gambling too, though. But I'm telling you, please watch this. It make you look at how, especially it, we live in a time now where gambling almost is like accepted. Mm-hmm. And it makes you fearful. This documentary make you fearful of 100%. where this could go with the allowing. So, man, it was, it, was, it was a great watch. That's a great, great watch. watch great watch. Great yeah. watch. Yeah. Just the unpredictability of sports gamblings, you know, people throwing games. Yeah. It's very illegal, especially when you're actually playing in said game. Yeah. I had no clue what was going on at Arizona State in that 94-95 season. This guy was headed to the NBA. Yeah, threw it all um, away. He threw it all away for some quick money. And at the end of the day, man, you know, it's not necessarily quick money. It's money that you couldn't touch. Yeah. And, and some lies in between that. And, Weezy, please watch man, this, it's a good, Yeah, you would nah. think you're watching a movie. I'm telling you, bro. It's really <laughs> good. I'll check it out. It's put together really well, for sure. Number four on the list is Untold, Malice in the Palace. It's on Netflix as well. Weezy, did you watch this one? I seen this one. Okay. To see this one and to actually live it, mm-hmm. like we saw it live. Mm-hmm. We did. We saw it live. But what I like about this one is people are going to be remembered for Malice in the Palace than their whole NBA careers. That's facts. Yeah. Um, ah, Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Jermaine O'Neal could play. I mean, he's also. But nobody, all, yeah. all you, I mean, if you bank up Jermaine O'Neal now, you Google him, you're going to see Madison in the Palace. No question. He and that's all you're going to be remembered for. It's messed up. Not to cut you out, but the messed up part about it is that was his best chance of getting a chip. Yeah. That team. And threw it all away. One night. I really think they were going to win a championship. That I year, think they man. were. I really do. I really do, man. The, the, it was set up between them and Detroit, mm-hmm. and they had a chance. It, them, Detroit, and San Antonio were the three best teams. Mm-hmm. They did that, and they were done. They mm-hmm. were done after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the way that they portrayed it, it's coming from the players' perspective. Yeah, for the first time. For the first time. Yeah. Having people that were actually at the arena at that time, it just grabs your attention, man. It's the idea of fans and players getting into a scuffle like that. 
And it, what sets it apart is that it simply doesn't retell that story. It explains how the perspective of America mm-hmm. looks at African Americans and fans, and you know the the way that they portrayed these guys. Oh, um, absolutely, yeah, man, just it came together really well. One of the better documentaries, I think, of all time, man. Uh, this untold story, Malice in the Past, really, really good documentary. You know, and you know what's the sad thing about it? Like you see Reggie's career is mm-hmm. done, done, it's done. Jermaine O'Neal never got a chance to redeem himself. I mean, he played he played a longer career. For sure. But I mean, the Pacers were finished after that. Done. Stephen Jackson got to get got to get his chip. Yeah. Ronald Tess, he got with Kobe. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it, it worked out for them. But man, it's just it's just. Man, that was a tough man. It's got to suck with Jermaine O'Neal to see them boys get chips, and then your yeah. best chance of getting a chip, and they ruined it for you. Yeah, Reggie Miller's what? Reggie Miller too. Yeah, yeah it was those. He, two. he was done, and he was the he was passing it. Well, the torch was passed already, yeah. but he was holding on just to they were trying to send him out the right way. Yeah, for their life. For their life. Number three on the list is the Kings: Hagler, Leonard, and Duran on Showtime. Jeff is our boxing aficionado. He's kicking it to you. This was dope for me, like because I would, I, my grandfather made me watch these fights mm. on VHS tapes when I was a kid growing up. So seeing how they captivated the entire world in the '80s with just three boxes, the biggest, you know, some of the biggest names in the sport, well, the biggest names mm-hmm. in the sports before Tyson, post Ali, as Ali was in his decline, and mm-hmm. you know he had Foreman and things like that. But mm-hmm. they're they're fighting between each other and just watching how they broke down, how how America was tuned in, no matter what they were doing. That four part series, man, I watched it twice. Really, I watched it twice. Okay. It was dope. It was yeah, dope. those three guys picked up where Muhammad Ali was leaving the game yeah. and carried it to where Tyson took it yes, sir. and beyond. Man, I just like the way they mixed the old footage. With new talk, just to see Roberto Duran talking, to see man Hagler yep. going through what he went through, and even Hearns, Tommy Hearns being staying a little too long. Yeah, stayed a little too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. yeah not for sure. But it was cool to see that man. I was watching boxing then, but I wasn't. I really became a boxing fan watching when Tyson came. So yeah. I missed out on a lot of this stuff, and I saw a lot of these guys fighting very old. Yeah, and it was yeah. it wasn't the same. But yeah. now I see how great these Absolutely. guys were. So I, like I said, watching the VHS. Of course, I didn't watch them live, yeah. but to see the VHS tapes as I was growing up, it was like you gotta know this fight. You gotta know yeah. what happened with the first round between Hagler and Hearns. You gotta know what that means. Sure. You gotta know what no mas means right. when Durant quit on this thing. Well, he says he didn't say yeah, it, but, but that's the story. That's yeah. our that's the mythical story that he said that no mas on the, on his stool and whatever. So. Yeah. To see that stuff play out, man, was great. Yeah, no, nah, for yeah. sure. Weezy, I know you ain't watched that. You got to watch that one. <laughs> I'm going to check that one nah, out. That's a good one, too, yes. for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, number two on the list, The Day Sports Stood Still, HBO Max. Definitely one of the heavier films that we talking about, about this. How Rudy Gobert saved the Rudy world. Rudy Gobert saved the world, man. For sure. <laughs> yeah. nah. We lived this one, too. We, yeah, hey, we, we For real. To see that, like. They're going minute by minute, day by day, yeah. how the NBA found out about things, man. It's really, really, really cool. And uh, an African-American guy, Antoine Fuqua, uh, yeah, did that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Watching that play out, I remember because that was the Jazz, the jazz and the Pelicans. Thunder. Thunder were playing. Mm-hmm. They stopped that game. They stopped that game. And then the next game was the Pelicans and uh, someone else. But the Pelicans mm-hmm. were playing, and there's a doubleheader, and they just sent everybody home. Like, yeah. it was – that's just – you know, I mean, if you're being honest, we're still in that. No, I'm telling you. If we're, we're still there. But what's crazy is Rudy Gobert had no idea what he was doing. He had no clue. He had no He was joking. He had yeah. no idea that he changed, he stopped the world. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing. 
if Rudy Gobert does not have COVID, I think it's a totally different situation. People don't really take it serious until it gets to a point where they shut down and entire events. Because because yeah. if we do the timeline, the SEC tournament was in Nashville mm-hmm. that year, and teams were already here, mm-hmm. I think. And that happened because now that's true. It's supposed to be that weekend. Yeah. So teams were already in Nashville uh, uh, approaching, and that happens on ESPN. And I just remember watching it like, wait, what? Right. Yeah. UT and was warming up. They from back Kentucky. Yeah. They they were warming yeah. up. And you and they, hear caught, about they caught them back in the locker room. Yeah, because the Ivy, the Ivy League tournament had already canceled, but you know they're usually the first ones to cancel anyway. So they had already canceled, but then we're yeah. just pushing on with everything else. And it's like, nah, man, we can't do this. Yeah. Now I'm telling you, Rudy Gobert definitely saved the world, yeah. but. We're almost, you know, you're looking at the ticker of, like, how many people had COVID. And to see that we're almost up to a million people that died from COVID. It's crazy. Um, and, and, still just, yeah, and still going. And still going. And that Omarion, and I know it's not the Omarion. But, but we know. Shout yeah, out to Fat Joe. Yeah, for sure. But that Omarion. is out there. Yeah, it, God bless. God bless. Shout, out to, shout out to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, last but not least, Tiger. It's great. Hey, it's Tiger. It's me. Hey, it's Tiger. It's me, Tiger. HBO Max. You watch this one? Sort of. Oh, God. <laughs> I sort of. Okay. How do you... How, I how didn't do you, finish it. You didn't finish it? I didn't finish this one. We, because I knew what Tiger was doing. We did too, but it's... Bro, you have to see why Tiger did what he did. Bro. And I'm telling you, the saying. Mm. A chip off the old block. Hey, come on now. You are your father's you child. Your father. you your father's All of son. that. I'm telling you, man, son. that stuff. And I was talking to um, people at work about this. It's kind of weird. It didn't have anything to do with Tiger, but it was more about like genes and what you inherit. Yeah, 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 for sure. You like, get here. Yeah, some of that stuff. Like, whether it's, you know, you have a family history, you can't not family history. Yeah. Like, if you have a family history of diabetes, your chances of getting diabetes is a lot yes, more. Higher compared to somebody that doesn't. I don't give a damn if you're a world class athlete. Yeah. If you have family history of diabetes, you can still get diabetes at a high level. 100%. If you are a, you know, 100% weed, most definitely. I try to tell you that all the time. <laughs> um, but if you are a person that is addicted to drugs, guess what? That is in your blood. If your daddy shakes it, shakes it, shakes it, yeah. Shakes legendary it. shakes him, yeah. Guess what? It's going to see you. God. Might not happen when you want it to. Ah, man. But it's going to happen. Ah, man. If you allow it to. Yeah. For sure, man. And that's what I took from that entire documentary, man. That as much as he didn't want to be like his father, he was just like his just dad. Just like his father. Yeah, man. Really great documentary. I think the best documentary of 2021. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it twice, but it was Nah, good. that's one of the ones you yeah. got one. Yeah. One and done. Yeah, because it was heavy. It was heavy. So, it was it was heavy. heavy but yeah. I enjoyed it. And yeah. shout out to Tiger for allowing us footage, that footage to come out yeah. with him and his dad. Yeah. And shout out to him for you know, being open. He was very open about mm-hmm. what was going on. And More open than I thought he was. That's what I'm be. saying. So he could have easily sugarcoated a lot. Yeah. Skipped over a couple oh, of yeah. things. Leave some stuff out. Yeah, I don't who, who was going to say something? Nobody. Like, I mean, you know. George still playing plays with the flu game in, in, uh, in last on. days. Here's the thing. Tiger Woods, Earl Woods, rest <laughs> in peace. Rest in peace. Was the first LeVar Ball. <laughs> Joe Jackson. I'm Joe saying Jackson. I'm talking about sports. Sports wise. Or, or no, him was a, a Serena Williams dad. The timeline. It's close. It's close timeline. 
I think it's close. I think Venus is now nah, Tiger older than both of them. True. Way older than both of them. I think I started younger than him though. No, 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 no. Tiger, remember Tiger was on TV at seven, eight. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but Venus got her first movie at fifteen. No, Tiger, a, Tiger that's a movie too. Yeah, that's a hell of a movie. Too. King Rich is good. It's a good movie. That's a hell of a movie. That's a movie though. It ain't a doc, but, but it's a good movie. But are you saying that because you're a girl, Dad? Nah, it's a hell of a movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah nah, he, hell of a movie. He 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 called a shot. 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 shot. Moved into the big city and still called a shot. Called a shot. Yeah, but I'm saying Earl Woods. Now, <laughs> listen, no, 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 no. Before Lavar Ball, before Todd Maranovich, his dad was a master, like insane person, <laughs> a helicopter dad. Shout out to the helicopter dads. They out here. Yeah. Ooh, they out here. Yeah, they hm. out here. Earl Woods though. But he caught his shot too. He did. Earl Woods called his shot, Weezy. Yeah, called his shot. Oh, he called his shot for sure, man. Really good list. Um, really good documentaries. If you haven't seen one of these, watch all nine of these. Really good documentaries. Really? And you know what? What's crazy about this? None of these now. Which and I have to give ESPN thirty for thirty credit for bringing the sports documentaries to the front. Yeah. Yeah. No ESPN documentaries were in our top nine. Nah. Not one. Nah, it was a, it was yeah. a slow year for them. Yeah, well, they had man in the arena, Tom yeah. Brady, but, but that's not even, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let me ask y'all a question. Talk to me. Which sports story have y'all lived? Do y'all want to see documentary? Ooh. Real quick, Johnny Manziel. I'm with you on that one. Real? Why? Why Johnny Manziel? Because that, that run, that Johnny that Manziel, Manziel run from okay. his freshman year uh-huh. at Texas A&M until probably two weeks ago in Nashville, Tennessee, is the greatest story. <laughs> Not told. I take that back. You know which one I want us to do a documentary on? No. The Honey Badger. I don't know that. that that's a, a good. St- that's a that's a four, that's a that's a thirty for thirty short though. No, I don't know. That's a thirty no, for thirty that, short. No, that one year he was had a great year. Mm-hmm. Then he got kicked off the team that summer. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't he didn't play at all. Then he yeah. got drafted. Yeah, yeah. that's a sudden, great story. Yeah. I'm not knocking the story. What I'm saying is that Johnny Manziel, bro. Oh, Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Was with Drake, with LeBron, yeah. had access to stone. any and everything. Yeah. Man, yeah. dude, like Johnny Manziel. It's two that I want. He still got drafted, too. It's two that I want. First round. Yeah. yeah. I No disrespect. Florida. Ain't no question. Yeah, that's one. Oh, man. That 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 run, that, that run, the Tebow Florida teams, I want I want, I want those tapes. The world got to know yeah. about that, it's man. Some, we, we missing some stuff on that, that those teams. That, that one and... Cam was a good one. Cam was Cam. Yeah, Cam we kind of seen that one. Cam was there. Cam, Cam was in Florida. Yeah, yeah he, he's part of that one too. He's on that. He's on that squad. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon still be written. It's still written. He's gonna get a championship this year. He's, he's, he's close. He's close. He's close. He's close. And unfortunately, post NBA, how it didn't pan out. Telfin. Mm. I don't want to see that. one. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. That's a cautionary tale, dog. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what. Tale, dog. Then we out of here. I'm That's watching a- Duke University. Not not Duke University. I'm tripping. Clutch University on BET. Man, listen. Man, I'm watching that first episode, man. And listen, dog. Now I watched Terrence Clark play from he was in the tenth grade all the way through Kentucky. And dog to see this man. Pass away the way that he passed away, yeah. and to see you saw the hurt in Brandon Boston's yeah. eyes, dog. Like that kid will never be the same. But to see him 
play in his first NBA game. Had 27 points last night. I'm forever rooting for that kid. Yes, sir. Man, because he, at the, uh, the age of 19, 20 years old, yeah. he, that was traumatic. Yes, sir. Traumatic. Man, that was rough to watch, man. It's on BET. It's called Clutch Academy. Yeah, yeah it's Clutch Academy. Man, it's really good. It's the saddest shit you'll ever see that first episode. First episode. Dead ass. They did it right. They did it well. They though. did it right, they, though. Yeah, they did it right. Hey, right. BET did it they right. They did it right. Man, that was Cause clutch. Because that could have been, it could have been bad. That could have been, been bad. And, and they did it right. But they did it right. BET yeah, they ain't messed but, that one up. But they ain't messed that one up. Yeah. Real, listen. Let's let's get it. Go on, come no, on, no, pal. No, real quick, real quick. <laughs> yeah, Have y'all ever cried in any of this documentary? <laughs> he said, yeah. Not any of these. No, I'm just a documentary period. Anyone, I'm going to tell you one. My first one, the documentary made me cry. Okay. Telfair. Telfair, when he gets drafted, dead ass, I can watch that shit 20 times. Okay. The 20, I've seen it 20 times. Okay. I'm watching it for the 21st time. Okay. When he gets drafted, I, I'm going to cry, dude. I'm going to cry because you know how hard he worked to get there. His whole family was working for him to get to the point. He gets drafted yeah. in the lottery. And to see where he's at now, it's even more yeah. sad. Yeah. Oh, man. What about you, Weez? You had one that you cried about. When last time you cried, fam? It's been a rough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. You can't think of one you made you cry. Uh-uh. Okay. I know one more. When we, when we gone. IT. Is that Thomas? Is that Thomas? That's rough. That's rough. Yeah, you took it. That's that's rough right there. Yeah. I, I can't do that. I yeah. said Thomas because that's IT. that's a dream deferred. Yeah, that's a dream deferred. Just he missed the bag. It was right there. That was right there. It. Oh, he, the bag was right he there. He played his heart out. He gave, I mean, he gave Boston everything he had. Everything he had. Yeah. Oh man, you ain't gonna talk about the time you cried in the documentary. I'm though? trying. To, I'm really trying. You to know, everybody, they left me in. The, no, 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 no. You no, got no. one. Was one? You just said hell yeah. On hard. On hard. On hard. That was tough. Blue Blazer. Hey man, Telfair, Terrence Clark though, yes. Terrence Clark. I'm for real like. Come on man, you you like to pass that church now. I'm gonna end it, but y'all be aware of you. Can, nah, I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying, dog. I mean, man, that's what people want to hear. Some real yeah. conversation. Yeah man. So yeah, all nine of those really good documentaries. Check them out. Um, Jeff is holding on to his one he cried about. I'm so to move on. It's cap. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I cried. Come on, you, come, on you, come on, you come on, you better pass the church. <laughs> hey, you cry. I didn't cry at a I can't say hang gathered. Together. 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 When I cry, I cry. You cry. You cry. <laughs> Together. Tweets <laughs> 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 with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for. Jeff. Camera's always on, buddy. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, please check out the YouTube page and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.